when I really identified with Grow Still um, towards the beginning, it, it was honestly uh, thwarting me. Like it was, it was an unhealthy <laughs> attachment to it because I had put, I had put my whole self in it, but it was like, um, it was, it was too much, you know. And I, so it, there was so much pressure because if someone, when someone didn't. Um, believe in the project or believe in the dream or whatever it was I took it so personally um, and also I I needed to yeah really be present to what I personally was going through and I needed to put put it aside to to take care of myself and mm -hmm. and so now I like grow still is you know it is my 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 career and it has there there's been really a, a family that's that's come from it i i think i have just the best team in the world alpha relations driving change forward and just like that I hit the record button and we're just going to dive right into it. You know? Welcome back everyone to the next episode of Alpha Relations. We have a very special guest in the house, uh, Concordia alumni, AHSC alumni. So this is a big deal. All right. Mm -hmm. And a really, really, you know, uh, fond and great supporter of Alpha Relations and a great supporter of many communities here in Montreal. We have Jasmine Jazz Mascarenas. Did I get it right? Yeah, that's all right. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Anyway, so Jazz, uh, everyone, you know, uh, is the, I believe I have it right here. I don't want to mess it up. Is the co-founder as well as director general of a great you know, organization here in yours truly, you know, MTL, Montreal. Okay. And they help to, uh, I believe, and correct me if I'm wrong, but in the gist of it, you guys are a resource center for emerging adults. Is that mm -hmm. correct, Jazz? Is that fair to say? Yeah, exactly. Support and resource center for emerging adults. So Beautiful. 18 to 32 year olds. All right. All right. So, you know, Jazz, what we like to do with all of our guests here uh, is just you take the next couple of minutes, you know, give us, you know, the best, you know, fairy tale story of who you are, you know, like, I mean, where is Jazz, you know, coming from? You know, who is Jazz? You know, what makes Jazz, Jazz? It actually kind of sounds good. It's got a good ring to it. Yeah. Uh, well, would you like the, the short answer or the slightly longer answer? Whatever you're most comfortable giving us. Okay, well, I'll, I'll, I'll jump on a limb because it might give people a little bit of a better idea about uh, Grow Still. Mm -hmm. So, who am I? Um, well, I, I think I have um, a personality that's, that's fit to lead because I really am able to uh and I've always been like this since I was a kid I, I'm really able to put myself in someone's shoes and whether they speak or not I feel like I can really relate to them um and I've always kind of just naturally fallen into leadership positions uh also even when I was a kid even if I was really shy in school projects, I would always kind of be the one to get the ball rolling. Um, in sports, I would become like captain without really like trying or, or thinking about it. Um, I also, I'm really good with 
words, I would say writing and uh, communication. Um, I understand things uh, in a kind of systems way. I, it's, it's, it's a blessing but a curse also sometimes because I, I tend to um, like think big so I, I can see the big picture but sometimes the details get away from me and, and I, I take on too much. Um, other than that, uh, I'm 27 years old, but, um, I, I, for reasons that I'll explain a little bit later, I, I feel a lot older. <laughs> um, I, um, mixed ethnicity. So my dad is from India. He immigrated, uh, to Canada like over 40 years ago. Uh, my mom is half German, half uh, Quebecois. Oh, wow. So she immigrated uh, as a baby. Um, they've been separated since I was three. Um, what else? I would say, I mean, I identify as a woman, uh, but I'm more and more getting, like, I guess just comfortable with the, the term gender fluid. Um, I'm pansexual. I used to say bisexual, but when I learned the term pansexual, which means that you uh, are attracted to or love people regardless of their gender. Mm -hmm. um, other than that, uh, I'm trying to hit certain points, which I'll explain after if this is seems no very, <laughs> very complete. Um, other than that... Um, mm -mm. I live with a chronic autoimmune illness. Um, I, I use the term fibro, fibromyalgia because it's what the diagnosis says. And in Western medicine, it's, it's the easiest way to describe what I experience. But okay. um, the way I live, I don't really, I don't really <laughs> live thinking that I have that. Mm -hmm. um, it's a very complex uh, condition. So, and for me, Eastern medicine has really been the thing that has that has saved me and helped me. So, uh, anyway, that that's just a big part of uh, what what's made me who I am today. Mm -hmm. um, and finally, um, how could I how could I end this? Um, <laughs> I like what you're doing uh, here. Keep going. I would say all, all of those things, yes, they, they can explain who I am, but our personal experiences are really, you know, technically someone else could have the same personality as me, and maybe the same ethnicity and all of those things. But um, the, the path that I have been on for the past few years, actually very much coinciding with the birth of Grow Still, um, it's, it's brought me to a place where I'm very, um, how would I say? I'm, I'm on a mission. I, mm -hmm. I feel really just called to dedicate my life to supporting and guiding human beings through the transformation that needs to occur which is 
which is a dramatic shift in consciousness. Mm-hmm. Um, so <laughs> I think I'll leave it at that for that's, that's who I am. <laughs> that was, that was a great way of summing that up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and for, I mean, I know we're going to get into it, but uh, thank you for, for sharing that about yourself, you know, and just, I mean, because that is who you are, mm-hmm. you know, and like you said, we're going to get into it. Right. Um, but uh, I think that's like, it's like you're setting it up, you're setting up you know, and we're gonna, you're going to knock it down afterwards, you know, so I really love that. I'm excited for it. Um, as we work our way there, you know, um, how about we work our, uh, we start, you know, uh, backwards, right? And we work our way up. So knowing that, you know, you are the co-founder of this wonderful organization that is still in its, uh, in its primary here, it's still young at heart, you know, and it's, um, grow still, it's still growing, you know, no pun intended, you know, um, but, uh, let's start off with your academic background. So we know that there is a relationship to applied human sciences, um, why don't we take, uh, you know, just explore that for a minute. So why AHSC? Uh, yeah, I, I love this question, um, because, you know, this is, this is why I was so, um, happy when I discovered Alpha Relations, because when it was kind of the same feeling that I had when I got into AHSC, I wasn't sure what I wanted to, uh, study, I had taken some time off uh, after CJEP. Um, my mom was encouraging me to go to McGill in social work because, uh, you know, I, I knew I wanted to do something along those lines and she's mm-hmm. a social worker. Uh, but it really didn't. I don't know why I looked at the McGill page and I, I needed all these like, I, I don't remember, but I just it just didn't appeal to me. And then I found I saw the description for human relations and I was just like, what's this? Like, this sounds awesome. So signed up and you know really that first year it really was life-changing for me uh and and I really thought to myself almost every single class I thought to myself like why 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 don't we learn this kind of stuff you know in high school or or in CJIP Mm -hmm. or why isn't it you know something that everyone has to do it's all of this introspection and um how to communicate and how to work in teams like things that everybody has to do um and one of my first friends um shout out to Kira she's my first HSC friend nice. um yeah we were both like this is you know ridiculous that it's only people at Concordia University in this program that are getting to do these things um so anyway I did my my bachelor's in human relations um I I loved it honestly I I really can't I can't complain I loved it and I uh, graduated uh back can't believe now it's already been 4 years um and that's why that's why I love alpha relations because um you 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 know you're bringing it into I know a lot of your listeners are from HSC but I know that you guys are going to like just blow up. I can just feel it. And it's just so important that these topics be covered and they get into the mainstream and, you know, that you're bringing in professors from HSC. I think that is so important because, yeah, they have their, you know, their little audience or or listeners in the classroom, but um, ultimately they have, they have so much to share. So, yeah, that's why I've I've just been really um, enjoying listening to you guys, and and thank you for for doing just taking the initiative to do this. 
Well, thank you for thank that. Thank you. Yeah, and uh, taking the time to explore, you know, um, the program. You know, it's um, it's always it's a warm feeling when I think of HSC. You know, and sure, like we know it's about like from day one. Um, I don't know what your first class was, but mine was two sixty. Uh, was it two sixty? No, sorry, that was my. Uh, 270 right 270 on tuesday fall mm-hmm. 2017 i remember that alex luke and myself before we all knew each other were in that mm-hmm. class but um i think it was 260 uh for me which was two days later on the thursday i sat down in the circle in the uh, 326 in vanya extension right and i'm just like or thinking what like what's with the whole circle what's going on here you know right. this is different <laughs> you know like i mean i feel i felt exposed i felt weird i felt <laughs> awkward but but the one feeling that triumphed all those feelings, you know, was my curiosity based off what I read as well in that mm-hmm. description. Because you're right, I did the same thing. I looked at McGill, I looked at Concordia, I read, you know, so many different programs and their descriptions. I mean, talked to a few advisors. The one that seemed not odd, but pe- peculiar, and I mean that in the most endearing way, was AHSC. Mm-hmm. You know, and well, here we are. The rest is history, you know. And so, like, shout out to, you know, the department as well as the professors. Um, you mentioned before, uh, you look at, you see the big picture, you know, you see systems, you know. Mm-hmm. And for ourselves, we, we get this, studying human relations about systems thinking, having a, a system, looking at systems uh, as a, like a mindset, you know, would you just mind explaining your own interpretation of what it means to to be a systems thinker, you know, or to engage in systems thinking? Um, that's a really great question. Um, the the first thing that that comes to mind is it's a global um, it's a global community that thankfully came into my life, um, yeah, already almost five years ago. Um, and it's based on a theory called Theory U um, by Otto Scharmer. And there, there's a Concordia class that uh, emerged from it called uh, the U-Lab. That's right. Um, and basically, to, to try and sum it up, he um, consolidated... Um, processes that he saw around the world that already existed um, by interviewing the 150 most successful entrepreneurs in the world in all different fields. And he realized that there's a similar process that um, they all go through, um, which is just very briefly um, seeing, seeing with fresh eyes. So, you know, listening, like, for forgetting what you know, uh, as you go down the U, when you get to the bottom of the U, it's called mm-hmm. presencing. So it's it's basically the social, what, what comes out socially if you're fully present and, and aware and connected to your environment. And the, the end of the U is is that crystallization, that like creation of, of something. And why this, this relates to systems thinking is that when, when I read his his framework to understand what's going on in the world it, it it was really a defining moment for me and it and it is i think the the seed that planted uh grow still you know nice. two years before um the, the vision came and mm-hmm. basically what he how he explains uh the crisis of our time is that there are three basic uh disconnections 
within all of our, our systems. So the first one is uh, a disconnection to self, so from self to self, which is also mm-hmm. called the spiritual divide. Mm-hmm. The second one is disconnection between uh, the self and others, which is the social divide. And the third one is uh, the, dis- the disconnection uh, between self and uh, nature or your environment, which is the ecological divide. Mm-hmm. And um, when when I read that, and it, and it was in the context of a, um, a Concordia summer class in 2016, um, I don't know, maybe you had a class with, with her, uh, Eva Pomeroy, but she's, she's one of my, one of my role models. And she had, she was trying to make a class from, from this book, Theory U. And we were her first kind of like guinea pigs in this summer class. It was just one week long, um, May, 2016. And I was, sitting at Cafe Sheka, NDG, and reading it. And I was just like, really, really like mind. Everything seemed started to make sense because I felt for years that, and it was just kind of the norm that the world was chaotic, you know, but I was also a young emerging adult. So I was going through my own stuff, trying to just, you know, be free and like be happy and, but with the knowledge that, like, the world is, is, you know, there's just terrible things happening all the time. And so for, for, for me, reading that, that book was kind of the, the first step to being able to understand things in a, in a systematic way, mm-hmm. um, which for me was also like a, an anxiety reliever. Um, nice. I don't know if that answers the question, but oh, it does more than that. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank you. I mean, uh, I think the best part is, I mean, we, we have we all have taken, taken uh, 270, 270, which, which before, before it got reformed, it was called, um, Alex, what was it here? Oh, we've all taken 270. Uh, what was it? Mm-hmm. I think Introduction uh, to Intervention in Human Systems, something like yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. yeah, exactly. Um, but that being said, uh, I'm going to cut this little, little part, part here. here but uh, uh, Jazz, would you just mind muting yourself? <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. But that being said... Um, yeah, so we all took that course and we all, you know, came to understand, you know, at the surface, you know, what systems thinking was and, uh, you know, like yourself, you know, I was, I was mind blown, right? For two reasons. Number one, to be completely frank, I did not understand it. But number two, um, once I did, you know, and it didn't occur that class, you know, the, that the seeds were planted, you know, but it only occurred afterwards when uh, when you were in your group projects and the other group projects that are occurring that that all lead up to this big moment where you run um, your 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 field work or your stage or what have you, and you start to look at all systems around you. Like I used to work at the YMCA, for instance, right? And just I mean, you take that as a whole, right? And you you break it down. Uh, there's so much fascination, and you're right. I mean, going into the things that we'll, we'll be talking about more into this episode. Um, it's the people, you know, that are driving, you know, those those mechanisms, you know, and there's so there's change and there's evolution, growth and there's conflict happening on all different levels for all different reasons, you know, and mm-hmm. that's 
to me that that's just mind blowing because it's like it's like a big explosion of a, you know a hundred million different colors right in front of you you know you see the whole thing but you want to start understanding well look at that look how that looks look how that's unfolding and the patterns right and the shapes right there's so much there's so much um and uh, i've heard it eva i have not had the pleasure of uh, working with her or uh, having her as a prof but i've heard fantastic things from other students and friends um that was fantastic. Thank you. You know, that was a great response, you know, mm-hmm. uh, just moving forward, you know, um, so we've established, you know, the academic background, you know, HSC, we know that we know each other through HSC, but mm-hmm. would you mind just mind telling us about how, how do we know each other, Jazz? Like, how did that story come to be? You know, what's, what's the relationship here? But I just wanted to um, give a little bit more info about about Eva because now she she really the 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 presencing institute which is the 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 institution that emerged from uh from theory u um she really went pretty much into that and now she doesn't teach anymore in hsc but she's uh i think her title is social innovator in residence at concordia um on top of being like head of research or or something like that at the presidency institute but um it's just uh, a really really if, if anyone wants to check out their website it's it's amazing that sounds fantastic. Awesome. If anything, uh, just hook us up with the links, you know, um, and we'll definitely put that down, you know, to, to spread the word. You know? mm-hmm. That's it. Future podcast guest, you know, hey, who knows? Who knows? Mm-hmm. Welcome in, good sir, Luca. Hello. Sorry for being so late, Jazz. It's okay. It's a pleasure to meet you. It's a pleasure to meet you, too. How's uh, yeah, how, We already shit talk you. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's what we've been doing the last 20 minutes. Just shit talking Luca. Yeah. Look at Alan. All fancy today. Thank you. Thank you. Well, you know, I, you know I, I put on my, a summer half sleeve shirt. You know, it's, it's it's the weather. You know, so what can I say? You have to enjoy it because I was not a fan of winter, to be completely frank. Yeah. All right. Okay. So, Jazz, when you're ready. Okay, so how do I how do I know you guys? So um, last semester, um, my dear friend and coworker Nitusan, um, he had to do his field work for HSC, which Alan just mentioned uh, earlier. And uh, when he he asked if he could do it for for Grosil, which he's been a part of uh, pretty much since the beginning. Um, it was like, you know, no questions asked, like, yes, of course. It's like, but what is it? And, uh, he, he introduced me to, um, Alan and I, Luca, were you also in the field work project I, I with not, them? I was not part of the field work, but I joined another, um, uh, meeting. Yeah. Okay. So, so I met you, I met Alan, Nitu, uh, and another one of your friends for your field work. Um, and so it was just kind of to give the, I guess, um, a little bit of a little bit of direction and, and um, like framing for you guys. But mostly, I think you, you, I didn't really do anything at all, and I still have to watch the recordings from your workshops. But I, I swear <laughs> that I want to and I will. But it's just been a crazy past six months. But anyway, uh, that's yeah. where I met you guys. And then um, the most beautiful gift was that uh, we needed help um, a couple months later with a few things. And um, Alan and Luca and I think Patrick. That's right. 
you guys you guys helped us out um volunteering for for a little while and it just uh you know we we can't we can't express our gratitude enough for for all of the people who have volunteered for us and given their time um it's it, it means a lot and uh and now it's 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 cool to be uh seeing the the face behind the the famous laugh <laughs> <laughs> oh boy <laughs> it's true it, it is quite iconic it is it is <laughs> just before moving forward uh I know it takes a little bit of getting used to. Yeah. Oh, it's okay. It's okay. Don't worry about it. It's all good. It's all good. I can make yeah, you a no. mute button if you want. What? What's that? I'm gonna make Jazz a mute button. You're gonna make her a mute button? Oh. Yeah. I'll, I'll go. There you go. Remember we were huh. supposed to do that at one point. We never did it. I mean, oh. I still have the cards. I just. Don't <laughs> I've, I've given up. I'll try and be more on the ball. I'm sorry. It's okay. No worries. Honestly, it's fine. Um, but you see, that's the best thing about a podcast, you know, like podcasts, it, it's not supposed to be, um, uh, so structured and rigid, you know, if like a mistake is not a mistake, it's just you and I talking, you know, um, uh, us talking in this case. Right. So, and, uh, that's the best part, you know, because, uh, if it's too structured and whatnot, it's kind of like we were making a movie, you know, damn. But last I checked, I don't see any lights, camera action, Hollywood producers. I just see us, you know, so we dictate it how we want to, which is the best part. Um, yeah, that was a lot of fun. It was, um, um, Jazz came in, or, or Nithu, shout out to Nithu, um, you know, telling us for the organization that he worked with here, and he just said right away, um, it's a good friend of mine, you know, they have a good, good organization, and they're from HSC. So right away, you know, number one, I, I feel like I don't know these people, but there is a sense of uh, rapport and trust, you know, that we can get behind knowing the fact that, okay, well, even if they're a few years ahead of us, we have studied very similar things, you know, mm-hmm. not the exact same thing with the same uh, professors, uh, had a very similar experiences. Um, and I was just, uh, I was excited from day one. And knowing the fact that you came in at such a great time, um, for us to to work alongside with you uh, with you guys to for us to run our field work because our original plan which was to do with the YMCA had fallen through you know, when mm-hmm. Montreal went into the red zone right and everyone was just up in a panic of course right and scrambling trying to figure out what they were going to do um, it was fun it was fun and I think you're going to have a really great time when you go back and watch those recordings <laughs> yeah they are there they are all there you know um, we had a good time we had a good time and it was. It was a, a a big success, a lot of great feedback, you know, and uh, I'm excited, you know, for, you know, moving forward, you know, what you'd like to do with that. Um, and then, of course, just thank you for giving us the the, uh, the opportunity to, to volunteer. I know at times it was rather, it was tough with the communication with everything that was happening, in, you know, in, in our lives. Um, but, you know, we were very helpful, you know, in all honesty, to help you guys out and to, have, you know, to work alongside you because it is good work you know mm-hmm. it, it is interesting at the end of the day you know yes sir yeah. <laughs> and shout out to pat <laughs> <laughs> he worked hard that man he did <laughs> anyway moving on from patrick um so let's dive into grow still which is part of or the majority big part of why you're joining us today on the podcast so if you could tell the listeners what grow still is exactly and then just dive into what the purpose or mission statement is that you guys have 
Yeah, so um, Grow Still is a support and resource center for emerging adults, uh, meaning individuals aged 18 to 32. Um, our mission is to guide emerging adults through a process of introspection, innovation, and growth so that they can become healthy, balanced, fulfilled contributing members of society. Um, we've, we've modified the, the, the mission statement a few times, so hopefully that was the right, the right one. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, so the mission statement and what we do, well, we honestly, it, it, it all really, a lot of it, a lot of the um, approach comes from AHSC um, in that we, we, we take really like a holistic approach to, to supporting a, a population that is, is underserved and uh, mm -hmm. unrecognized, uh, truly. Um, you know, there's, there's clear distinctions about, you know, we need to help kids for, for this certain thing and we need to help teens for this and seniors for this and that's all well and good and it's true but mm -hmm. um there's really a gap at the moment for um services targeted towards emerging adults because in the very first place uh emerging adulthood isn't even yet really we we use it and you know we're trying to get that terminology like more popularized but it's not it's still not mainstream um i often have to uh explain it but um with with where we are today in in humanity in 2021 uh there there really is a distinction between a, a, an adolescent and you know the the, the adult who has that financial stability and who's just at a different space in their lives because um now with post-secondary studies uh you know we're staying in school for a lot longer yet uh we you know and we're also um we're used <laughs> for free labor a lot for you know internships and all these things yet we still have to pay rent and pay our bills like everyone else so we're kind of caught in between that like leaving leaving the nest if you have a nest to leave from because not everybody does you know there's a huge huge um there's a huge population that is coming from uh youth protection uh our, our co-founder vanessa is is one of those people and so there there needs to be um a center that is completely dedicated to supporting this population and we strive mm -hmm. to be that that center that's really awesome <laughs> and um so we we've shared in the past like i think it was last week or the week before some events that grow still has uh like going on so like what does grow still offer exactly so you've we've mentioned events and the boys volunteering and stuff so what what is behind that so what what are you guys offering the these emerging adults um, so our, our, our main services, uh, there, there are four of them at the moment. Um, I'll start with the, the, the first one that was kind of the, the heart and, and soul of, of the organization at, at its very beginning, um, which is our life guiding service, uh, which is peer-to-peer um, -peer, um, guidance through 20, 
20 sessions, uh, about one to two hour long, um, and they're based on what we call our, our recipe for um, for healthy growth. <laughs> um, so it's kind of the, the foundation of growth still. So these are the four uh, pillars or the four steps, which are identity, wellness, exploration, and goals. Um, so we, we guide the individual through these, these four steps, which include it's really a variety of things, but um, self-reflection self exercises, self-assessments, um, and then we have, you know, a huge uh, resource database. And anyway, I won't, I won't get too much into it. That's our first service. Um, secondly, we have our Becoming Your Best Self uh, workshop series, which is the group workshop version of the life guidance. So it's a little bit shorter. It's 14 weeks. Um, and there's about 10 other emerging adults. We've uh, been able to host it now for, for two years. Um, we did kind of a hybrid version last fall because of COVID. Uh, we had our first three in person and then the rest uh, on Zoom. Um, our third service is another workshop series uh, called Be Who You Art. So this is our artistic self-expression uh, workshop um, that is um, constantly evolving and, and changing. Of course, our, our, our workshops always are, but this one was um, actually initially created by AHSC interns uh, who needed to do, once again, their, their field work. Um, so nice. we've had such a close... Um, you know, collaboration and link to, to AHSC in general um, with volunteers and interns. It's, it's been truly amazing. And, and it's, it's cool for us because we know that, like you said, Alan, you know, we know what you've studied. So there's like a little bit less, you know, doubt or pressure. It's like, okay, we know that these people, you know, they can communicate and they can work in a team and they know how to design a workshop like supposedly um but we've had just really good experiences um with that so be who art is our is our third one and our last service is the one uh, that's that's been taking place um we had our first event of the year uh, last week uh so this is our care to share discussion circles um, the objective of these are to provide the space and the tools uh, to discuss uh, sensitive topics that relate to either inequality, illness, or conflict. Um, so these ones are completely uh, free. And um, our, so our first one, uh, about yeah, 10, 10 days ago, was on the topic of racism. Mm -hmm. um, and our next one coming up in uh, less than two weeks, uh, we'll be talking about substance abuse uh, and addiction. That's really cool. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm thinking about, um, uh, Nithu, you know, I had, uh, he had mentioned it to us, you know, uh, I wanted to attend the first one. I want to attend the second one, you know, and I especially think that's, it's very keen these days, um, knowing that especially after this past year you know people being isolated you know i mean a lot of these things are interrelated you know regarding isolation with depression and uh, substance abuse being tied all that together especially for the younger demographics here so you know for anyone who is interested you know jazz of course you know send us the link you know give us the information uh, heck i'm going you know i got free time let me know hook me up <laughs> you're funny um <laughs> Sorry. 
So we kind of briefly touched upon this when you were telling everybody, you know, like who is jazz and all of this, but maybe we can now dive in a little bit deeper about what the origins are of Grow Still. Uh, well, yeah, for, firstly, thank you for reminding me of that because why, why I identified myself the way I did was to kind of demonstrate um, the way that we look at identity within Grostel, um, which, which is, as I mentioned earlier, really the, the foundation. Um, so we look at identity on, we divide it into four different aspects. Uh, the first one is a per- personality and intelligence type. Uh, The second one is uh, diversity, so we use the internal dimensions of diversity, meaning age, gender, ethnicity, sexual orientation, uh, physical and mental ability, and we've we've modified the sixth one, which we learned in school was race, but we've modified it to, to be racial discrimination because we want to, we didn't feel comfortable keeping that as a category because it's something that we want to move away from in the sense that, you know, ethnicity encompasses uh, what we want to know when we're asking about someone's race. You know, we want to know more, you know, what's their culture? Where were they born? Where do they come from? What's their historical background? Where does their, what language do they speak? It's more related to that. Whereas, whereas race is, is a social construction that has been used to oppress people so um yeah so personality and intelligence uh diversity within those six dimensions um and finally uh personal uh, uh personal experiences yeah personal experiences so that's 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 kind of how that's why i gave this like long story about who i am just to kind of give uh people an idea of what of what we do and and how we help um, people explore themselves and, and achieve that that strong uh, sense of self. Um, but sorry, can you repeat your question? Or your original question, Alex? I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was just asking like what the origins of Grostel are. <laughs> yes. Okay. So um, as I said, the, the 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 seed was the first seed was planted. I would say just by being in HSC and then the uh, the um, theory U class uh, that I mentioned, um, and then the the origin for starting with me because I have two co-founders, so I'll I'll tie them in when when it in in chronologically in the in the story. Um, for me, it it's came from really a for, for, for me it was hitting rock bottom um i graduated from hsc in may 2017 uh, i had been experiencing um varying degrees of of health issues uh which now i realize it was for most of my life but more intensely since adolescence but i, I had never really given it its its full attention and I had all I always wanted to you know be tough and, and not complain and not and not talk about it um but I graduated um I was really I was really confident and optimistic about my future I, I thought that I had done everything right um you know I had gotten the grades I had done the volunteering I had made those 
connections with with professors. I, I had held down a, a steady like customer service job, um, done the field work, all of these things, and I I kind of uh, I, I hit a wall in terms of the looking for a job uh, part of that uh, of of the, the transition. Um, I was my my job was literally finding a job like every day I was just applying to all of these places and writing letters of intention and um, going to interviews uh, but all of this during a time where my um, my health was was deteriorating and finally in February January February 2018 um, I got I got another phone call of, of, of rejection from a job that I really wanted and I, and I thought that I was gonna get um, and I just that that's when I took the decision to just stop <laughs> just stop uh, which I had never done I was always you know even during that time I was working odd jobs uh, you know to make ends meet and doing a bunch of things I was always doing things but uh, I just that was really like I just couldn't anymore I was physically and emotionally exhausted and and unwell um and so yeah I just I just finally told myself you know I'm gonna stop looking for a job and take a break and also that's the first time that I um contemplated and and was able to commit to uh, my first sober month um, because like like many emerging adults, I was, for, for me, partying and and drugs was was my way to let go and to let go of that, you know, picture perfect, uh, straight A student, like doing all the things, being there for family, being the the, the good friend. Um, it was it was my kind of escape, and uh, so back in yeah February 2018, I was like, okay, I'm gonna do one month, which for me at that time was a big deal, uh, one month without drinking. And what do you know? Within two weeks uh, of you know resting and taking care of myself and and not uh not consuming any substances is when I had the vision for grow still and I just started writing and it, and it just it started just as a as a word document and um a year about a year later is when I would meet my co-founder I I hadn't been able to do much else than just build the framework for it kind of the pitch um, I had tested it on on a friend of mine that the four step process. I learned I learned a lot from that, but you know I was I was still dealing with a lot of um, of health issues and basically just personal issues because you know when you're not well inside, um, your your outer world is going to reflect it. So all of my relationships were seemed like they were falling apart. So that whole 2018 was just a crazy, a crazy ride. Um, and when I met uh, Vanessa and and Daniel, uh, my co-founders, that's really when when things kicked off and and it became more concrete. Um, what what like self discovery and just like 
you overcame so much and that's honestly like that's really admirable it's very impressive i find not a lot of people that i know like have struggled with getting out of it and then finding something that they're really passionate about that keeps them like on the path and like following their vision so that's really amazing honestly mm-hmm. and how you're like using like this like your platform right now or growth still as a way to also help other emerging adults who are going through the same thing mm-hmm. you know going through that transition period of, in their life and where you know could be feeling those same feelings that you you're, you went through uh, back in 2018 and having this like outlet right now with your your program going on it's really powerful yeah thanks guys and uh and alex what you said about you know it it providing kind of the path that that's exactly how i feel about grow still while you mm-hmm. know it's it's beautiful what what has come of it and the community that's that's been built around it but ultimately it has it has kept me really like in line and um feeling like i i i do have purpose um mm-hmm. and that you know sharing sharing and and i think uh luca you you've mentioned this in in various episodes but the most powerful thing is is to just share share your story because chances are there's there's someone who can relate to it and find inspiration uh in it god damn i feel inspired <laughs> i really do i really do like i mean just hearing uh, first of all jazz you know uh you got balls you know you know, and I feel like, I mean, I feel like your, your confidence, but your confidence comes from your, your experiences of the hardship, you know, of the, the personal uh, struggle within, you know, that we all face on a regular basis. And it's all unique to, to ourselves, but you've, you faced your stuff and, you know, in many senses, you know, we will always continue to face different levels of whatever may be, um, um, ailing us, you know, but, you know, I see you standing strong and here you are. It's, um, you had this idea, you planted the seed, like you said, and here you are, it's a few years later and it's still going, it's still growing, you know? Um, and I love that. And uh, I mean, I think that's very inspirational for anyone, you know, mm-hmm. that has ever, uh, like Alex mentioned, you know, I mean, many people, they start something that they're very passionate about and within a few months, they just quit. You've been at this for a couple of years, mm-hmm. you know? That's impressive. It really is. It really is, you know, and it is not about the rush about when you'll get to whatnot. Like, no, it's about right now. It's about right now, you know, and what you do, you know, and it's what you're doing right now with us, you know, and that's that's the magic of it. You know, you really feel that. And if you can do that already the last couple of years, I see the future, you know, just with exponential growth occurring, you know, yeah, because you already know what's up, you know, that's it. Because you're so invested in it, because this is who you are. That's your identity, right? And um, it, the transition happens over the lifetime. Oop, hit my microphone there. Happens over the lifetime there, right? It doesn't happen in one day. It doesn't happen in two days. Like, no, we are a constant process, you know? I love throwing that word around, you know? I swear to God, it's like I should have like a jar, you know, of 25 cents. And each time I say process or we say <laughs> systems, you know, just throw it in there. You know, hey, for it's those who know, you know. It is. It is. It's a beautiful <laughs> word. Beautiful word. Anyway, I just wanted to say that. But actually what you said about, you know, um, identity and, you know, oh, you know, it's who I am. That's actually 
when when I when I really identified with Grow Still um, towards the beginning, it, it was honestly uh, thwarting me. Like it was it was an unhealthy <laughs> attachment to it because I had put I had put my whole self in it, but it was like um, it was it was too much, you know. And I, so I, there was so much pressure because if someone when someone didn't. Um, believe in the project or believe in the dream or whatever it was I took it so personally um, and also I I needed to yeah really be present to what I personally was going through and I needed to put put it aside to to take care of myself and mm-hmm. and so now I like grow still is you know it is my 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 career and it has there there's been really a, a family that's that's come from it i i think i have just the best team in the world um and you know i'm i'm so grateful for having it uh but ultimately it's you know i still need to leave it i, I still need to kind of leave it on the on the table when i stop working and you know, have my, have my own life, which that, that was its, its own process, um, in itself, just like not too much identifying myself completely with, with this thing that, that's, that has a life of its own now. That's fantastic. You know, and uh, you know that, you know that, like, I mean, sometimes, yes, I mean, uh, we can be so in love and infatuated with, you know, our own ideas of what we want to be doing as a passion and career um, that we just get so, so into it that, uh, of course, you have to look out for, you know, number one being you, of course, because there, there would be no growth still, you know, if you you are not taking care of yourself, if your mm-hmm. co-founders, your partners, your colleagues are not taking care of themselves, because um, just like it goes back, you know, to, to the systems, you know, you want all parts to be working here for the big picture to be functioning uh, appropriately. And at the end of the day, yeah, sometimes you need to, you got to, you got to put on the brakes or you need to detach for a bit. I absolutely get that. All right, so we we're just interested to just like hear a little bit about like what does a typical day at Girl Still look like? Like, what are the different roles that the other employees or other collaborators take on, and what are your primary and secondary responsibilities within the um, within Girl Still? Um, so now I would say I'm uh, yeah comfortably sitting as as director, but I I still have a strong. Um, a strong responsibility in terms of, of uh, co-management uh, with with my co-founder Vanessa. So uh, she is um, our head of research and workshops, and she's also you know co-manager. But we're we're we've been in, in the in the in the process of uh, transitioning for me to really be able to step back to to be more fully like only director so I can concentrate on that um, and and she will be a team manager um, we have Nitu uh, he is our financial manager he has like saved <laughs> he, he's made such a huge impact in the company but also uh, it's he's made such a huge impact in my life for, for several reasons uh, one because he's just um, he's one of those people who, who always puts the other person first and always, always seems like he has, you know, a handle on himself and he, that he's, he's making those, those, um, 
those decisions for what's best for the whole. He's always thinking in that way. Um, but also for me personally, because one of the things that, that had like been haunting me since the beginning of this whole process was uh, finances for like, you know, business and, and organizational development. It was it was my weak point. I've never I've never enjoyed economics or any of that. Um, and it was it was really like a headache for me and I was always lost in it. Uh, but with his with his expertise and his calm and his, you know, just willingness to take on everything, uh, even if it's new. Um, yeah. So anyway, he's financial manager. Uh, we have uh, Aislinn, who is our graphic designer, but she's she's a lot more than that. Just this amazingly uh, creative person. Um, and honestly, the, 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 the team is kind of shifting and, and changing continuously. Uh, but our other main uh, member is uh, Veronica. Uh, so I used to work with her at uh, the women's shelter, uh, La Gifemme, um, here in Montreal. That's where we met. And, she, and then she participated in one of our uh, services and finally uh, joined our team. So she's actually... Uh, technically our human relations manager um so she kind of manages the communications with with clients and uh, a bunch of other things but um honestly the the typical day it's is kind of difficult for me to answer that i feel so lucky because my my life now looks like really going at my own pace um in in every way and that's why it's it's pretty cool because in that way the the development of the organization also of course it's not only dependent on me but it does kind of follow my pace you know like if i do if i do need to slow down then like things things slow down and like that's that's just the natural way of things but um what's more typical i guess we have our team meetings every two weeks um, just talk about you know what's happening with the projects, what's happening with funding. Funding has been a huge, huge topic of discussion for the past uh, like six months now. Um, and me and Vanessa, we meet uh, at least once a week to also just do co-management. And one one person I forgot to mention who's very very important is our mentor uh, Daniel. So he's he's the third co-founder. Um, I, I met him just a few months after I met Vanessa, and he has really um, he's yeah he's he's our mentor, but he he's helped us with everything that's um, you know setting setting up finances and legal procedures like to get that nonprofit status, to get that charity status. Um, he's an amazing, like he's a coach also, um, uh, a, a leadership coach. So he, you know, we have regular meetings with him mm -hmm. and, and he's now, uh, the president of our board. Um, so yeah, I don't know if that answers really. Yeah, I'd say it does. I think there's like a lot of, lot of moving parts within, within mm -hmm. growth still and, um, just a lot of growth going on over the years too so like it, it is pretty hard i guess to just track everything when you're building so rapidly also within within um the community like that um so what is the ultimate vision of growth still where do you where do you see growth still in the next like five ten years 
we have always intended to, you know, become something that's linked to and supported by, you know, institutions. <laughs> so meaning government, uh, school, healthcare, because we don't, we don't want to just remain, you know, that community center uh, on the corner of the street that that that's just that community center for the next 40 years. Like we, because of all of this, this uh, systems thinking that we've been talking about, we know that to really make that impact and to uh, change things for the future generations, because, you know, if, if this has been our experience as emerging adults, and it has been for, I, I would say, the generation before us as well, it's going to be like that for everyone coming up also. So, um, ideally, big dream for us is to um, get into CJEPS and uh, basically build our own class um, that would be for all like that. That would be one of those classes that you need to take when you when you go to CJEP. Um, so, and it would kind of be built similarly to our becoming your best self workshop so we're going through the identity wellness exploration goals all of that um, but in your first year so that you know you don't have to necessarily go through all of that confusion and all of the pressure that that's put that's put on our shoulders to figure out exactly what you want to do um and you know so that that's a big a big goal for us to really um get our foot in, in the CJEPS, we, we do have a contact now, at least with um, the high some high schools. So we think that that's probably a good a good starting point because if we can get if we let, let's say can go into high schools and get um, feedback from from those students and share what we do and kind of kind of see get their input like okay if this was a class in CJEP, would you guys take it um, and so that's a big one to get into the school system. And other than that, coming up much sooner, like near future, hopefully 2022, we want to build um, our virtual growth portal. So basically make our, our website right now, our website is just, you know, kind of the traditional website that gives you information about who we are and, and our services, but we, we really want to make it a resource so that um, ideally you can come in as, as a user and go through all of these, the, the, these steps that I've been talking about from your home and also from anywhere in the world, because of course, you know, we do want to expand, but the, the 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 future is is digital so um we we think we have the um the tools and you know the 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 competencies to be able to build that next year if if all uh, goes well um yeah i think those are two pretty big like visions <laughs> everything okay oh luca God. i was waiting for alan to say something no, no, no. You're saying something. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So so shifting gears a little bit, um, a few weeks ago, I believe it was, Alpha and um, you, or I guess Alan and Alex met up with you to sort of talk about a collaboration um, with Alpha. And we were just, we just want to touch a little bit on just the, the importance and the meaning um, for you of the community collaborative approach 
Yeah, so um, I've I've been I've had Alpha kind of on my radar for for a while. Of course, since uh, when I, when I met um, Alan in the fall, and immediately I thought to myself, like, whoa, like this guy is you know either like an entertainer or like facilitator or both. Like he just has that that personality for it. And then he told me, oh yeah, like we started a podcast. Um, Honestly, I had never, I'd never had time for, or never made time for, 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 for podcasts. And, but I said, okay, this one, like I have to make time for it. And so I started listening in January. Um, I'm still quite behind because you guys are just on a roll and you're just producing so much so fast. Um, but at every, every time I, I listen, I'm just like, Hey, like this is, you know, this is really this is really in line with with grow still from from so many different angles whether it's the topics whether it's uh you guys being emerging adults and sharing yourself so uh, vulnerably um which i also think is uh it's we need more <laughs> um cis white males <laughs> being vulnerable like you guys are um it's not you know it's 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 we don't we don't see that everywhere um, but I just, I, you know, since we have been struggling to gain visibility, you know, it's like we have everything kind of, we have the groundwork, we have it all set up, but we don't have that, that, um, yeah, those, those, those marketing skills yet or that, that visibility. So, um, when I would be listening to the podcast, I was like, you know what, there, there's something to do here. I don't know exactly what, but, you know, I feel like there's there's a collaboration and I just need to, you know, send out that, that um, just just reach out. Um, and of course, of course, being on the podcast, it was also a, um, yeah, one of those, you know, conquering fears moments uh, that I know that as for my role <laughs> within the organization but also just in my life and, and my mission here on, on the planet it's like I have to become more comfortable with just um talking talking to people on these different media outlets uh so when we spoke a couple of weeks ago um I I I don't think either of us had a, a strict like or a specific you know let's do this 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 together but it was more like okay let's let's start the conversation and let's see how our our initiatives can collaborate and support each other um and the the community the community approach that uh, you asked about luca uh it's just it's something that i think is really important for for community organizations to to keep in mind um it's it's specifically community centric funding that those are the principles that I was building upon which are uh you know that that the mission of one one alone organization is never more important than the the bigger mission like the bigger the bigger picture what what what's happening in the collective what's happening in society um so for for grow still and, and alpha relations it was just like you know let's let's keep each other in the loop about what's going on so that first of all we can also capitalize on resources and not let's say both both be doing something 
like this a very similar thing when I actually okay we're, we're like we're not gonna start a podcast you know <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna like try and capitalize on what you guys have created and, and vice versa like if, if you if you guys decide oh like let's do a workshop about uh you know identity or whatever then it's like okay wait actually grow still is is doing something like maybe we can get our foot in and uh you know co-facilitate or, or something like that yeah that sounded good um oh my gosh it's, it's slipping my mind no wait no i got it back i got it back uh you you said it right there you know and i know i mentioned this during our our last meeting you know um but uh there's value in that right because there's a uh, there's value in the sense where uh, there could be something that you that you have you know started off where that you guys have experienced grow still as an organization um that uh, that we may have you know very little information or very little experience you know and that's that's the beautiful thing because we learn by observing and then eventually we could be we learn by by doing you know said things and i think that's uh, the essence is doing in doing that together, you know, and the other way around, as you were mentioning about, you know, future podcast opportunities, you know, like, I don't know what I'm talking about. Stay tuned, you know, anyway, but the point is, the point is, I think that's, that that's it right there. You know, it's knowing, you know, the moment that something or someone aligns with you when it's out there, you know, take that, take, take that moment to reach out, take that chance. And that's exactly what you did. You know, and I'm I'm very grateful. You know, now knowing you know who is Gross Still, what is Gross Still, uh, who is Jazz, right? And that's the, how we started this whole you know venture an hour and six minutes ago, right? So um, thank you, Jazz. You know, for, for for taking that leap. You know, and on to better things. You know, and to amazing things, and to things that I don't think that we can truly comprehend right now because it hasn't happened, but there are certain feelings that reside within or within me that I just feel that, you know, it's there, it's there, you know, and it'll happen how it happens, you know, and one day we'll look back and be like, shit, that's how it happened. Like, damn, you know, but I feel it. I feel, I feel that magic. Um, you know, before, you know, we, uh, as we start to wrap up, you know, I know you have some things that, you know, you want to share, you know, you're very passionate about life. You are, you know, you're a supporter of many communities, you know, uh, of emerging adults. So for the next couple of minutes, Jazz, you know, the floor is yours, whatever you'd like to discuss with us. Get it out there in the open, say your words, you know, tell the world they're listening. <laughs> Oof. Um, I'm not sure. Honestly, it's it's funny because um, before before you um, messaged me on a couple of days ago to, to schedule this, uh, I was having, you know, intense dreams and I was really feeling like there was so much that needed to be talked about and um, more more in a like social issues, global mm -hmm. uh, way. And uh, and I was like, you know, I don't know what what I what I can do about it right now. Um, and then when he texted me, I was like, oh, OK, well, perfect. Maybe. <laughs> maybe I can talk about things and then for the past two days there's probably a hundred topics that came into my mind um and said oh like I should talk about this or we should talk about this um so ultimately now um does anyone have some kind of last prompt or because I, I don't one. know where where to I, go I got you I got you all right so that being said 
what is again you said there are a hundred things you know coming to you hitting you all at once you know and that's a beautiful thing you know you you, ha you have a big you know brilliant mind you know um what is the number one thing that is just calling out to you you know and everyone always knows what that is go for it yeah um i would say you know it's 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 almost become a buzzword but i hope it doesn't take away from its uh about of, of how essential it is, but it's it's meditation. It's meditation. It is it is the key to to everything. And when when we're talking about you know shifting consciousness, uh, we we can philosophize all day and and talk about all of the change we want to make all day, but ultimately. Like you said several times, Alan, we are the smallest interdependent part of the system. And if we cannot take a couple minutes every day to sit in silence with ourselves, then ultimately all, all of our all of these dreams of, of a new, better world uh, are, are for naught. So um, I hope that the these centers are going to reopen soon. Perhaps you've heard of them. Uh, they're called Vipassana, uh, or rather Vipassana is the meditation technique. But uh, long story short, this is a 10-day silent meditation retreat where you uh, learn the, um, the pure meditation technique that was taught by Buddha, all of those... Um, centuries ago um, and they have centers all over the world which are completely run off of donations and volunteers and therefore they are completely free uh, they just all you need is your time uh, and your dedication um, to go unfortunately as I said they've been closed for some time which I, I have I have a lot to say about that, but I, I don't want to go on too too long about this. But just you know, there's so many ways now. There's apps. There's there's podcasts. There's there's websites. There's classes. There's books. There's anything you could ever think of. So if anyone listening hasn't hasn't um, started that yet, well, you should. And if you're not sure how, um, within all of Growstill. Uh, services we we incorporate it into our approach um so you can come to us and, and we can get you started because yeah. um, everyone can do it it's it's literally accessible to every single human on this planet boom that was fantastic that was really great uh, um and of course as always you know what we recommend with our guests for anyone that uh, is in support of you know other organizations ideas events and whatnot Send the links our way. That way we can publish them, you know, when uh, this episode goes up in the description. Um, that being said, Jazz, it was an absolute pleasure to have you. I'm very happy we did this. You know, I'm, I'm all smiles. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's just, what can I say? You know, like, I mean, I look forward to having these discussions even Robin more in depth, you know, yes. like for what we can get back in person. And I think that day is, uh, is soon approaching. You know? All right. So, um... You heard it from Jazz? You know, round of applause. <laughs> yes. yes. Oh. <laughs> All right. And 
Oh, before we get going, Jazz, we always have some magic words, you know, guests like to drop at the end, you know. I think you've been a pretty consistent yeah. listener. So when you're ready, <laughs> if you like to drop them, just, you know, go for it. It was good. We didn't even have to tell her. We oh are Alpha Relations. The best Dragon part is Change yet to Four. come. My personal yeah. favorite. Woo! <laughs> yes. Oh, that was good. Yeah. But for the record, Luca says it best. Luca says it best. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, good sir, Luca. Take it away. All right. Thank you again, Jazz, for coming. Like, this is, this is what we love about podcasting, having these opportunities to have other people come and share their story mm-hmm. and be vulnerable because other people could relate. And I'm sure there's someone out there who has listened to this episode that could relate to your struggles of, you know, transitioning into the, I guess, that adulthood and... and um, it was really powerful, I thought, this episode. So um, we're going to leave all the links down below for, for Girls uh, Girl Still to check out. So um, check out if you are interested, and uh, we'll have anything else that you send our way. Um, <laughs> yes. As always, if you're, if you're on YouTube, hit that subscribe button, turn on post notifications. Bye. If you're on our platforms, hit that follow button. <laughs> Thank you all for listening. <laughs> Peace out. And share. Yeah. Yes, and sh- yes. <laughs> <laughs>